Welcome to the Team Clear Coat Podcast. This is an automotive enthusiast podcast by two car nerds. We love cars. We love talking about cars. We love yelling at each other about cars. I'm Ian. And I'm Dave. And this is our show. Ian? Hi, Dave. Oh my God. Are you okay? I'm better. I'm better. We're, we're, we feel better. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, the the road crews inside my <laughs> my respiratory system are still like they keep saying declaring the road clear, and then they come back. And we're like, we found some more bullshit. <laughs> you gotta cough this up too. <laughs> yeah, that's what's happening right now. We found another phlegm boulder in your lungs. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, this is yeah, this is Team Clear Coat Car Podcast. Yeah, talking I, about the head colds that we just got over. <laughs> yeah, how's everybody doing out there? All right. Wow, we're yeah. doing that now. Yeah, radio DJ, morning zoo. Hey. Really trying to make us into a zoo crew. Call, I call, don't think it's going to happen. Caller number one, go ahead. I do have a new one on my phone that I'll have to pull up because it's awesome. And uh, I was using it when I was rolling out with the ambulance crews all the time. But I was like, UC Health mobile stroke unit rolling out, rolling out. The app is pulling up. Okay, rolling out. Yeah. That's that's nice. Yeah. yeah. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, it has an air horn as well. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. So, Ian. We're talking about cars. Let's talk about cars. First up, we need to talk about garage updates. And Ian doesn't want to talk about garage updates, but I'm going to make him talk about garage updates. I tried to get garage updates stricken from the agenda this time, and it didn't work. Listeners, go ahead and listen to episode 23 when I say, Ian, I look forward to when we're pulling your engine to try to find the electrical problem. That was somewhat on point. We didn't pull the engine, but uh, guys... Ian, how about you tell the listeners the cascading shitstorm that is you trying to repair one wire on your car with electrical tape? Yeah. And go. All right. So so I went to go fix a headlight. And of course, in episode 23, I talked about how the, it wasn't the headlight was burned out. It was the, the, the wire had been, had, the insulation had failed and, and it was shorting on the bracket that was holding the light bulb in. So I was like, thought I was all smart. I'm going to fix it. So I waited till my son was napping. So I have like a, I have a finite window of time in right. order to do, complete this, this thing. I'm like, I have a two hour window uh-huh. in which to do a 10 minute repair. Yes. What could possibly go wrong? Oh, Jesus Christ. With you at the helm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so first <laughs> cue Ian grabbing a fire extinguisher. <laughs> I must've grabbed the electrical tape that Jesus used to repair his sandals because <laughs> it didn't stick to shit. So I borrowed, I borrowed I, this is what also makes this story re- Real quick, I'm going to ask, did you clean the surface with alcohol or anything like that before you put tape on Fuck it? Fuck no. Oh, Jesus Christ. Why would I do such a stupid thing? That might, that, that and having the tape stick, that don't, those two things don't have anything to do with each other. No. Okay, no. go on. Clean go on. things? Come yep. on. Go on. All right, so I borrowed a roll of electrical tape from my neighbor. <laughs> And it was much stickier. Was a, a cup of sugar and electrical tape? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So he very kindly gave me... A, it was like... There was a, wasn't much left, so he just gave it to me. Luckily, he just gave it to me. 
<laughs> we'll find out why. Yeah, foreshadowing. So, <laughs> so I get it all. I get it all taped up. Headlight still doesn't work. I figure out. Oh well, when it was shorting it blew the fuse so i replaced the fuse yeah, because yeah. i own a volkswagen and so i have a huge box of <laughs> spare fuses just at my fingertips at all times it, i think that that's very ironic because uh your volkswagen i'm not that not that it's ironic that you have the bucket of fuses. Um, I just picture like a Home Depot size bucket full of <laughs> fuses and you just push your hand into it. But that, um, that your, your, something in your Volkswagen actually worked correctly in preventing a much larger catastrophe from happening. Right. That fuse that is designed yeah. to prevent it, the car from catching fire actually tripped and uh yeah it, it served its purpose that's true yeah it didn't uh it's usually worst case scenario with any minor <laughs> minor incident with the with that car but this time it was it was kind of best case scenario yeah yeah okay for, for the time being go on yeah so so i get it all i get it all buttoned up and headlights working i'm putting everything back together and the everything's you know plastic and then and then like uh thin like metal brackets that you have to you know snap into place and for whatever i slipped with my hand and off the when i was snapping the bracket uh back into place and i knocked the electric the roll of electrical tape which i have of course i of course placed in the proper place on top of the engine cover yes that's where everyone places tools and parts right yeah which it then fell down into <laughs> the bowels of the engine bay, and um, and I, it didn't hit the ground. <laughs> Waiting for that thunk for it to hit the ground and then not hearing it is terrifying. Yeah, and so I mean, you hear a thunk and it, it's the it hit the the um. I have like a little plastic skid plate, um, which is uh, that's a whole other story. It's like a million little torques uh, uh yeah. torque screws to get it off and so I'm, I'm trying to i'm looking around for it i've spent like 20 30 minutes trying to like fish my hand under there and of course i'm a terrible car person so because I, I don't have a low profile jack and my car ramps are in the storage unit which isn't open on sunday uh. and <laughs> i mean it's like this whole this whole thing right and I, I should just buy a fucking jack. I know. Let's I know. just go to Harbor Freight. Ian. I know. I know. I should have a jack, and I don't. Didn't you it's go dumb. to Harbor Freight with me? No. No. Okay. No. That must have been your other friend, Dave. <laughs> yeah, it's my other podcast that I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, so yeah. So I'm, I'm looking around, trying to get, trying to find it. Can't see it. Can't see it. So finally, I'm like, all right. I'm gonna try to. I'm just gonna bite the bullet. I'm gonna take this stupid. Uh, tray off on the bottom of course i don't have torx With, sockets without a jack well so i thought maybe i could get i could get the i guess i have a small screwdriver and even the small screwdriver <laughs> is too tall to fit under my stupidly lowered car i don't know what moron lowered it that much ian yeah so i couldn't get the <laughs> screwdriver under there and i didn't have any sockets um so then it was, well, I'm going to drive it up onto a curb. That was my suggestion. That was your suggestion. Yeah. I had already thought about it, but I was like looking around at the curbs in my neighborhood. And I'm like, well, if I can't get a fucking uh, screwdriver under there, I'm definitely going to scrape the shit out of the bottom of my car and getting up on a curb. I was kind of, that was kind of joking just to see if you do it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I kind of thought, found one that was kind of sloped and I was going to have my wife come out and 
and help me. So then, of course, I've this whole time I've had the door open, I've had the lights on because I've been testing them, and 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 the car has sat for a week, and the, it doesn't start the first time because I screwed up the fuel pump repair. <laughs> So on the third crank, the battery dies uh-huh. before this the, this house of cards of Volkswagen has before, finally crumbled. Before the engine can has fuel, <laughs> and I'm just like, "Oh, you're fucking kidding me!" Yep. So I'm like, "All right, whatever. I'll just the the driveway has a very slight slope to it. My wife is right there. I'm like, just push it backwards, and I'll push it backwards too, and we'll pop, I'll pop start it. Okay. That didn't work. <laughs> So then, pop, pop starting can be really hard sometimes. Yeah, yeah, especially when I when your fuel pump doesn't fire and yeah, my wife was pushing it like she was pushing a broom, like just <laughs> the the lightest the lightest little push. Like if you annoyed like a gnat, that's the like ugh. like like just a breeze. Like yeah. yeah, yeah, okay, all right, um, yeah, awful. So so then I'm like stuck between the streets and the and it is that slow rock and this all settling with in a, with repairing one wire with tape with a headlight yeah. with a burnt out headlight yeah so then i had to push the car back up into the driveway because it was stuck in the street and i had to get a, a stranger to help me and my wife push it back up the street right i got the other car the sob wedged up in there to just jump it like a normal person uh-huh. and then at this point my strategy if you're getting the tape out was drive around and hope it comes out without <laughs> destroying anything because fuck it i hope i never see a roll of electrical tape again in my life and i'm glad your neighbor didn't want it back or expect it oh back. god that would have been so awkward like you would have just driven to the store and bought bought him a new somewhere yeah. in the bottom of my engine yeah i guess you just give him four dollars yeah. yeah there you go so then yesterday I went to the tire shop and was like, well, I'm just going to get my tires rotated. I don't, you don't know this part of the story. Oh, oh. So I go to, and I'm like, I, I throw myself at the mercy. I'm like, can you save me from being just a total dumbass? Like, <laughs> I explained what, I explained that whole story uh-huh. and they laughed at me very much. Good. good. Hard, heartily. Good. Uh-huh. And deservedly. Yeah. The tingle means it's working. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, they said there was no tape there. So. Of course, because it's been sucked into the crankcase. Yeah. They did yeah. find that the right front tire had a nail in it. So oh. that was good. So I got oh. that repaired. Okay. But it also, the that right front wheel for some reason had two hub rings on it. What? And they were like, "So, did, have you noticed any vibrations or anything?" We're like, "No, no." And they were like, "Oh, well, that's good, I guess." <laughs> and they were the ones who mounted them. They were the ones who put them on. So, okay, uh, I don't know. Wait, what's a hub ring? Is it like something you have to put on before you put the tire on? Yeah, yeah, it's just like, because the different, I'm bad with the wheels and offsets and all that <laughs> shit. It's not, it's not really a spacer, it's just like a thing to make it fit more snugly on the actual hub. Oh, okay, okay. Right? So. Okay. But um, you had two of them on, on one side? <laughs> right. I bet when they took one tire off, it it's stayed stuck, stuck inside. Yeah. Okay. That's exactly yeah. what happened, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so they just like had two of those plastic hub rings like smashed together. Okay. Yeah. Huh. So that's fun. So, so your headlights work now. My headlights work now. <laughs> Jesus Christ, buddy! <laughs> and, 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 oh, oh, 
I assume you had this all done by the time Nico woke up from his nap. You know, I did, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I did. Because you rubbed whiskey on his gums first? <laughs> no, I just used the whiskey for me. That's what, <laughs> when, he, when he can't go to sleep, I, put, I administer uh, myself whiskey. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that's Garage. Yeah, that was my garage update. Yeah. What about you, Dave? Did you have any garage updates? No, everything's good. I got some really nice new wipers for the Saab finally. That was nice. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have this weird thing with wipers. Uh-huh. And uh, so I, I was with my friend uh, Kirby at work, and he he's uh, he's about 10 years older than me, and he he uh, used to do like DSM tuning. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, we talked about him. Yeah, trying to get his um, uh, Eclipse down to eight seconds. 11 seconds. 11 Eight seconds. seconds is ridiculous, yeah. Dave. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I couldn't remember. Yeah. 11 seconds, I think it was. Um, he was trying to get into the 11s. Yeah. And um, anyway, so we were talking about, I have this weird thing with wipers. Like my, I can't stand noisy or ineffective windshield wipers. Like it's the one thing that would very, very quickly ruin a car for me. Okay. Especially a sports car. Like if a sports car has bad wipers at high speed. It's just it's useless. Yeah. Yeah. It's useless to me. Mm-hmm. Doesn't doesn't do anything. Right. Just leave it by the side of the road and be like, that. Lighting on fire. This Porsche is the city's problem now. Right. But yeah. like on the other hand, like if I'm in kind of a car that I'm like on the fence about, uh-huh. and I hit the wipers and they're, they're fucking super, good, they're yeah. super quiet and just uh-huh. completely clean the windshield. I'm like, you know, this car is not so bad. If the Dodge Journey had really good wipers. Yeah. If the Dodge Journey <laughs> had had good wipers, that whole thing would have not ever happened because at one point they would have started raining i would have turned on the wipers and i would have been like oh you know it's, 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 it's all right it's okay boo yeah i am a big strong man <laughs> you're right I, I will keep my man cave clean yeah yeah i promise yeah <laughs> so um but yeah so I, I was talking to kirby about it and he was like man wipers are so expensive they're fucking expensive but yeah. I, but and he was you know saying like you know he used to spend ten dollars on wipers you know back in the 90s or whatever and i was like do you remember how shitty wipers were though i feel like wiper technology has really progressed with the amount of money that we're now spending on them so i i did like a crazy experiment a little while ago because i'm i had been through a bunch of different windshield wipers and i was not finding anything that i liked so Mm -hmm. i bought like one bosch icon yeah one like rain x wiper one just normal like old school wiper Uh and i can't remember something else Mm -hmm. maybe like the AutoZone store brand okay and all of that. Like, I, I had, like, six different wipers. You did, like, a Pepsi challenge with wiper blades? S- seriously, yeah. Yeah, and um, so the Bosch Icon was the best. I've always I've liked those for a long but time. But it wore out so fast. Oh, really? Yes, huh. it wore out really fast. Um, and then after that was just the plain old shitty wiper. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah with the little springs and everything. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't like the. I've never liked the the Rain-X wipers. I, I'm not been no. impressed with those. Yeah, I think they had a winter one a couple of years ago that I had on the Volkswagen. That was really good. I stay away from Michelin wiper blades. I've never had those. those. Are the ones like you can get them around, but Costco has them and they're cheap at Costco. Oh, okay, and they look like a Bosch Icon. Mm-hmm. I've never had a good experience with those. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I don't know. I. I spend money on wiper blades because it's just, it really, like, I, I feel that my car feels more luxurious when, when you the have wipers a, are quiet. Have you ever ridden in a Mercedes Benz E that only 
uh, E-Class that has the one single monolithic wiper? No. Okay. Uh, a I buddy, haven't. a buddy of mine, um, has one of those E-Classes that nice. has, and it's, it, it, uh, pushes out towards the corners of yeah. the windshield. Yeah, they're cool. It's really cool movement. Have, have yeah. you seen the people who like uh like hack it to so it stops in the middle so it looks like a DTM car? Nice. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Um I don't know. Yeah, I I really like the way old school wipers look. I you don't I, like the floppy ones, huh? No, I don't like the floppy ones. I like the way the old ones look, but they're the worst for getting like snow and shit trapped inside them. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're not very good. No, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Wiper blades. Wiper okay. blades. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, we, everybody. We didn't plan on talking about that going into it. No, but yeah. I like wiper blades. I don't Wi-, know. Wiper blades. <laughs> oh God, we're I'm, I'm, close, I'm closing the app right now. Yeah, I'm about to take the phone away from you. <laughs> All right. Okay. What what are we going to talk about, buddy? Uh, can we do my eyes real quick? Yeah, we can definitely do my eyes. Okay. So um, I saw today on the way to work, and I was telling you about this before, but just an absolutely beautiful uh, Mercedes 190E. Oh, man. Yeah. The 2.3 16 valve. Was it black? No, it was... I think it was brown. Mm, okay. Um, I've seen brown. a black one, and I think that's all I've seen. Oh, okay. Yeah. The, and, but it was the cleanest one I've ever seen. It was gorgeous, had perfect wheels, was lower just a smidge. So this was a car made from... Made in what? Late 80s, early 90s? Mid 90s? Right, yeah. It was kind of at the same time as like the E36 M3, so like early 90s. Early 90s. Yeah, so I mean, we're looking at 20... 25 years, 25 plus years for a car. Yeah, and actually, that's one of the ones that like is coming up on, because we got the 2.3 mm-hmm. um, 16-valve uh, 190E. We did not get the 2.5-liter 16-valve, which was like the Cosworth engine one. Oh, really? Yeah, we didn't get that. So, oh. so like on the right side of the uh, of the trunk lid, you'll see 2.3-16, or you'll see 2.3. If you, if you see 2.3, that's the 8-valve one. Oh, okay. The best one that we got was the 2.3-16. In Europe, they got a 2.5-16, and underneath that, it says Cosworth. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, that's qu- That's a fair amount of displacement um, change for a four-cylinder engine. Yeah, it was yeah. a pretty big point, change. Point three I, liters? Yeah. yeah. I can't remember... I don't remember the power difference between the 2.3 and the 2.5 liter, but it was supposed to be... It was significant enough yeah. that it, it, you know, it, was a, it was a big deal okay. that, that we didn't get that one. Um, but we're coming up, I think, on, um, on that being in portable. I need to look that up, actually. Um, but it's just really nice seeing such a clean example of a car that old. Those always catch our eyes, you know, like the Plymouth Laser that I saw forever ago. Right. You know, like that That really, really catches my eyes. I really like seeing that kind of stuff. I also really like seeing um, cars from the Malays era that are just in, like, crazy mint condition. Yeah. Even though they're awful, awful cars. Yeah. Like, seeing them in pristine condition is, I don't know, there's just really something about it. Yeah. Um, So, the the 2.5 Cosworth looks like it started in... Uh, bu- 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 uh, do you need me to blast the air horn while, while you're scrolling? Oh, God, meow, meow, meow. oh 1988. So oh, okay. it is actually... Um, 
Yeah, that's huh. that's going to be that's going to be good. You've been able to import it for a year or two now. Yeah. yeah. A so, year or three. And and I remember looking at these before you could import them and the prices in Europe were not bad. So if you okay. have if you have family in Europe and you want to import something that's awesome. That would be a that would probably go up because, you know, since E30s are completely out of reach. Yeah. You know, a 2.5 uh, 16 valve would be pretty cool to have here, and they look so cool now. They do. They they have aged so well. Those older Mercedes Benz bodies, yeah, of that era. Yeah, man, that's the what is that? The W something chassis. Fill the fill the space with air horn. Well, it's Ian's the W two hundred one. W two hundred one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. All right. What so, else have you seen lately? Uh, I saw. That Land Cruiser. Oh man, yeah, that was really pretty. Yeah, I saw it. It was kind of rusty, but it had some, you know, some like patina to uh-huh. it. Yeah, uh, it was just hanging out in my in the parking lot of my office. Nice, nice. It's like, oh, hello, hello, Land Cruiser. Ah, uh, they're so great. Yeah, I, I have since I've been sick and working from home quite a bit. I haven't seen anything. I can't think of anything that I've seen. You've seen uh, some sweet drifts you've been pulling. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, So in video game form, um, I'm still crazy addicted to absolute drift. And that is if you have a PC, go out and buy this game. For the love of God, it's so great. Yeah, I made Dave let me play it for like 10 minutes before we (laughs) we started recording. It really sticks in your head. And it's, it's so... I don't know. There's just something really great about it where Ian and I were talking about it before, but like you have this kind of overhead view and you can see the tire tracks that you leave behind. And like, I don't know if there's another game out there that when you hit like a perfect drift, it's quite as satisfying as it is in this game Yeah, because it, everything kind of happens in a little bit of slow motion. Mm-hmm. And so you have time to process it all. And then you also have those tire tracks that you look back on and you see that like beautiful arc. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it really just does such a great job of like giving you a sense of satisfaction for like, learning the controls that are not easy. You can't just mash the throttle and call it a day. No. You know, there's some nuance to it and, you know, like a delicate touch. Well, and I think, too, the the weird thing about the gameplay is that there is a little bit of, like, it's almost like a delay. Like, you are almost having to anticipate what the car is going to be doing in yeah. a fraction of a second. Like, Yeah, almost... there's like a little bit of weight to the body where you have to like feel it shift and then... Yeah, but you don't you don't get that visual because you, it's just a yeah. top view. You don't get that visual cue that you do in like really good racing simulators right where you see the the horizon shift a bit yeah yeah so it's a it's a little bit hard to get used to yeah it is but it is a lot of fun yeah and and so there's a beta version of it out because the guy's still updating it i the person i don't know who makes it but um yeah the the developer is still making the game and they have a beta version out and so i wonder if they're going to tweak the handling at all Hmm. yeah they said that there were some performance improvements coming but i mean my gaming pc like it it's boss like it has right. eight cores and 32 gigs of ram and an nvidia 670 so yeah exactly so like performance is not an issue I don't know why i did that yeah no. that's the one thing that in my life nice. that performance is not an issue right yeah <laughs> oh god <laughs> terrible um let's see here so yeah absolute drift man oh god buy that game i i uh downloaded a bunch of music from the soundtrack it's uh it's great yeah 
Love it. Love it. Um, let's see. What else you want to talk about, buddy? I want to talk about Cadillac. Okay, let's talk about Cadillac. And uh, can we do it without talking about Lincoln? No, because Damn we're it. definitely going to talk about Lincoln. Oh, God. I'm kind of tired of talking about Lincoln because I feel like they're never going to do what we want. No. <laughs> no, they're not. They're not. So it turns out Cadillac's going to do it instead. <laughs> but we don't want Cadillac to do it because we want Cadillac to stay sporty. Yeah, I'm fine with Cadillac staying sporty. So, so You keep it sporty, Cadillac. <laughs> you keep it sporty. You, you bring back that CTSV wagon for daddy. <laughs> and you keep it sporty. <laughs> so... <laughs> so t- so today uh the this the CT6 review started coming in. Uh-huh. So the CT6 for anyone who doesn't know is was uh, people were thinking that it was going to be Cadillac's flagship but apparently there's another flagship coming. So this is supposed to kind of take the place of like the XTS um which is the the big one that like your grandparents drive. Mhm. Um so it's supposed to be, it's kind of like people were describing it as like between the E-class Mercedes and the S-class Mercedes somewhere in there. Okay. But it's just very nice. It's very, it's it's supposed to be uh, American luxury, right? Which okay. is what yep. we've been talking about. Yes. Lincoln needs to do. Yes. And this is, this is exactly what the Continental should have been. But it's probably a touch more sporty, right? Um, because they, they've said that it's nice to drive, but it's not like a driver's car. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's four seat, big sedan. Yeah. What engine are we talking about here? Um, so there's, uh, there's a couple of different ones. You can get, weirdly, you can get the two liter in it. Um, that's a two liter turbocharged four. Yep. The same okay. one from that you can get in the ATS and the CTS. Um, then you can also get the, um, the 3.6 V6 that they've had and everything yeah. forever. And then there's also a turbocharged one that you can get, which is... Um, is that the twin turbo it. V6? I believe so. I think it was like 3.5 liter. Hmm. And over 400 horsepower? Um, no. Okay. No, I don't believe so. Huh. Sorry, I lost it. I had it and I lost it. I'm okay. looking for it right now. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, it's nice to see that American luxury is coming back at least somewhere. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I still feel like a lot of luxury buyers turn to luxury SUVs. And if, if Cadillac can poach some of those buyers, then the car landscape overall is good. It is getting better. Right. Right. I mean, that that's our goal, right? We, we kind of want these, these cars that are doing, that do what they do better than a compromised vehicle, like a, a luxury SUV. Yeah. No. Right. Um, yes. Right. I, and that's going to be the big challenge for this car. It's going to, it's not really competing against a Mercedes S class or E class. It's compl- competing against the Cadillac SRX. Yep. You know, is and really, that, yeah, is yeah. really what it's going to be competing mm-hmm. against, which is a shame. Or a very upmarket Tahoe, to be honest with you. Yeah. 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 Well, the Escalade. Yeah. The Escalade probably right. is really what it's competing against. Yeah. And, that, that, and the, have you seen the articles too about, um, uh, it's it's interesting. Like the Cadillac CEOs even are are have been doing some hand wringing. Like 
out loud about how the Escalade is still their most popular vehicle. Oh, interesting. And it doesn't fit with their new direction yeah. and their new thing, but the, people just keep buying them, so they have to keep making them. Yep. Um, so that, but they don't want, they want to basically like get the, they basically want to continue making money off of Escalades, but they don't want that to set the direction for the brand. Yeah, right? that, that's weird. Then so General Motors needs to replace that with something. Or, they just do what they're doing now and keep selling them without really working at it and, you know, just keep touting the, this new, exciting, younger version of Cadillac that, you know, just basically they're using the Escalade as a loss leader to make, to make all the cars that we find interesting. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Huh. You know, like Porsche uses the Cayenne as a, right. lo- as a yeah. loss leader to, you know, whatever. Yeah. Not a loss leader. That's the wrong Yeah, term. loss leader is not correct. Yeah. No, but the other way. The other, the opposite of a loss leader, whatever that is. The money maker. Money maker. Jesus Christ. I'm real smart. It's a little late in the blank report. <laughs> I did find the engine uh, information for the CTX. Uh, so it, it does have the, you can't get the 2 liter with 265 horsepower. You can get the 3.6 liter normally aspirated one, which is the one I was talking about that's in yep, every, everything. All, all the things with 330-ish horsepower. The 3-liter twin-turbo V6 comes with 400 horsepower. Hey, there we go. Okay. So, roughly the same as the Continental. Uh-huh. Um, but the, this, like, you look at it and it has a presence. Yeah, it does look really good. And it it doesn't look like it borrowed things from other makes to, yes. to make up the car. Like, when we look at the Lincoln Continental, we see, like, oh, there's Jaguar in that grill. Yeah. You know, blah, blah, blah. But the, right. the, the Cadillac has a very distinct design language, and they're executing it very well. Yeah. I mean, it's not without its influences like anything else, but I think they're really, they're really holding their own. I wouldn't say I really like the way they look, mm-hmm. um, but I I do appreciate how unique it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but it's unmistakably a Cadillac. I mean, you, you yeah, look at it exactly. It is yeah. a Cadillac, but it does have like a kind of just a cool presence, and you know they the instrument cluster looks really really cool, uh, and they knocked it out of the park with the the interior. So it it can be done. Yeah, yeah. From an American car company, I just wish. That Lincoln had done this with the Continental and and like really taken a chance with it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know why I'm obsessed with Lincoln. You are so obsessed with Lincoln. It's really weird because I yeah. Would, you I, have this bug in your bonnet about them. Yeah. I don't get it. I think it's because I because I've I've uh, been so excited about. Uh, what Ford is doing for so long that I really want Lincoln to succeed. But and see, like, so what? What's your ch- chip? What's your dog in this hunt? Like, if Lincoln does what you want it to do, you're not going to buy that car. No, never, <laughs> then, never. Then why are you so concerned about it? Um, I don't. I this don't is like being super into a band and making like wanting this band to be critically acclaimed, but you don't want the music. Well, okay, so I th- there are a couple of reasons. So it, it sort of it sort of dovetails with my argument about the the minivans too, right? Okay, like, I'll, I'll never I'll never buy a minivan. I want any, anything that's gonna put the cool back into cars. Yes, as opposed to SUVs. Okay, and crossovers. Okay. Yep. I I am in favor of. I appreciate that. You know? Yeah, because I feel the same way. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I again, SUVs and mm-hmm. trucks, 
I like trucks. I like SUVs when they're serving a purpose. It's just I they shouldn't be objects of desire necessarily for me. You know, like these cool luxury should be a long, low sedan. Uh huh. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. Just what I think it should be. And I I feel the same way too. I don't I don't feel like anything else is quite as luxurious as a luxurious sedan. Right. You know, like I, that is that is the mark of like. That's why Rolls Royce doesn't make a goddamn SUV. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know. I know. It's inevitable for anyone, especially after Bentley started doing one. Yeah. But yeah, that's just the icon of luxury is a long sedan. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I I get that and I understand it. Um and and if if Link also if Lincoln ends up with and I, I and this, I'm going to circle back to this idea uh with my FMK cars. Okay. A whole thing with this, but if if Lincoln were to then make could make a a, a long low rear drive luxury car then many times a performance sort of like stripped out version of that Mm -hmm. comes comes along and and that is something that i you know could could conceivably buy right true true so yeah um especially for a brand like you know like lincoln that shares platforms yeah yeah, that's gonna have to share a platform with ford it if they can if they can sink that cost there then you know they can make it up with cheaper versions of that down down market it, it, it also does kind of serve as a platform for that luxury trickle down effect to happen that happens so effectively in mercedes right right like all of the things that were in an s class 10 years ago are in a c class now yeah right yeah, and, and I think Lincoln could kind of fill that void from a luxury perspective. They could be that feeding, that feeder f- to the rest of the brand mm-hmm. for a luxury aspect or you know re- chassis refinement and things like that. Yeah, um, I for for me, it, I, I am I am less obsessed with it than you are, but I do care about it like you do. And I I don't want to make it sound like you shouldn't care about it because we do. We care about this. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate that you care about it. Um, And I guess as as lame or as hollow as it is, I kind of want some national pride. Like I want I want to see America do luxury like that actually really does it. Yeah. Like we're a car country. And we've had our ass handed to us time and time again in so many market segments. Like, yeah. it, like we do some great things, right? Mm-hmm. We've made some classic icons of cars and we still do today. Yeah. But like, like we can, let's do it with luxury. Let's, let's come on. Let's, right. And we had such a history of that. And then we made just shit cars yeah. for 35 years. Yeah. And, and it seems like in the last five years, and maybe this is asking, maybe it's, we're just asking too much because it does seem like in the last five years or so, you know, we there's been a glut now. Mm-hmm. So, and I actually sat down. So Lex, and this is how I Lex, I had this argument. What's up, Lex? Because so Lex is a is a huge just like. Uh, for lack of a better term, he's a little bit Euro trash, and he won't mind me calling him that. <laughs> but he's a little bit Euro trash, and so he's he's a huge like Volkswagen Audi guy, and, uh-huh. and is obsessed with you know European cars, and 
I'm gonna I'm gonna try not to ramble here, but like the 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 other reason that I I am I rooting so much for Cadillac and Lincoln, even though I'm not ever gonna buy a Cadillac or a Lincoln, is I, I feel like the our performance cars and the luxury uh, mindset has been conflated by the Germans, right? Yes. Yes. As the AMGs become the top of the line, the yes. M cars become the top of the line cars instead of the sport models you know yes. they're, they're the they're the ones that the rich people buy because they're the best one right you know yep and and so that's what performance has become but that that's not fun right 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 it's it's not letting performance be for performance and luxury be luxury right and it's also it, not luxurious right right so yeah. you, you get neither yeah <laughs> but yeah. and then you just end up spending more for neither right. um so but i, I Circling back to the American thing was, you know, I I was trying to convince him that he should be excited about some of these cars, and he, he was, you know, kind of poo-pooing um, American cars in general, and I was like, you know, I'm going to list a bunch of cars for you, and you're going to have to admit that they are exciting, and then I want you to think about the last time that this was true for American cars. I mean, because I listed off, like, Fiesta ST, Focus mm-hmm. RS. Yeah. Uh uh, Mustang GT GT350, which mm-hmm. sounds crazy amazing with that flat uh, flat plane crank, flat plane crank, yeah, yeah. Um, the Raptor, uh-huh. just to start the with Hellcat, the yeah. Hellcats, yeah. Um, the new the the some of the Camaros that have come out, the CTSVs. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it actually like there are more uh, exciting cars coming from America at one time. Uh, than I can ever remember in yeah. my lifetime. Yeah, no, you're correct. You're correct. Yeah. So because yeah, it, we used, should be doing it just used to be four. It was like Camaro, Corvette, Mustang, and and let's be honest. For most of our lifetimes, those cars have sucked. Yeah, yeah, they have. You know, yeah, they they haven't been really competitive with the rest of the world. Yeah, until uh, it's been recent. Yeah. Especially, I mean, I mean, the the to me because I'm not a drag racer, the Mustang, and I know like m- the Mustang guys are Mustang guys, but like uh, I haven't wanted a Mustang until very very recently. Right. You know, I would say this last generation. I'm like, oh, you know, I can actually see myself owning one of those. It, in my perspective, I think I I do care about Cadillac because and Lincoln because. Out of the two of us, I'm probably the one that's going to buy an old man car first, right? Is it because you're older than me? Well, no, just because like I, I'm kind of more, I'm not more crotchety. You have that down. But I, I think I, I, I'm more willing to sacrifice like an automatic transmission and seating for adults and, you know, like doing those kinds of things mm-hmm. in the name of, you know, throwing a giant bike rack and a roof box right. on top and all that right. stuff. So my next... My next car is going to be decidedly less sports car than what I have now. Yeah. And more old man-ish, you know? Okay. Ideally, it would be a CTSV wagon, but since I don't right. print money on my own, I can't get one. Right. Um, but yeah, so that that's my investment in, in the Lincoln Cadillac. Thing. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I honestly yeah. don't. I don't have a really good reason why. I, I think. It, I think it does. I. I do think that there is something to the fact that the Germans have have squandered their chance to to keep luxury and 
uh, and performance separate and there, there should be a consequence for that because it, it is, <laughs> it has not helped the enthusiasts yeah. among us. And I know that, I know that it sounds strange to argue with the fact that you can now get like 600 horsepower yeah. station wagons, mm-hmm. but it's not, that's, that's not about fun anymore. That's just about dick measuring. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I need to drive something that big and that fast yeah. because I, I'll probably feel the same way, especially when it comes to just the straight up sticker price. That's, I mean, it's just right. ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Yeah. So, yeah. All anyway, right. let's play some FMK cars, buddy. Oh, we're going to get right into FMK what, cars. What do you think? Is there anything else you want to talk about? Well, there's the Boxster. The Boxster came out today. I don't uh, care. The 718. <laughs> So, so Porsche put out another car. They put a number on it instead of a name. Uh, well, they changed the engine. It's going to be turbocharged. Okay, good. Turbocharged four. Cool. A, po- a post four cylinder. It's going to be an SRX or um, SRX, Jesus, WRX Boxster now. Okay. Basically. Cool. And it looks cool. Nice. <laughs> This is the most patronizing you've ever been on the podcast. <laughs> Sorry. That's real nice. That's real. Re- Hims did a good job. Yeah. Yeah. You are a big, strong man. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Fine. I don't know. What else do you want to say about Porsche? No, no, that's fine. I'm the done. The 718. Yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. And it's called the 718 Box Boxer? Boxster. So, I th- Boxer. they've been going... I, I've seen it labeled as both just the 718 and the 718 Boxster. I think they're just keeping Boxster so everyone knows what the fuck they're talking about. Okay. So I'm guessing that's going to go away eventually. But um, yeah, I think you're just supposed to call it the 718. That'll be cool with a turbo, man. That'll be real cool. Yeah. 300 horsepower in the base model. Yeah. Which is... That's pretty great. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Porsche's had a very long history of neutering that division of their cars and keeping them slower than they should be, not putting the engines in them that they should have been. Yeah. But... You know. It's going to be really interesting to see it, both with both with the the the, um, the the Boxster and the Cayman, and but also the 911. Not that that's you know the the Carrera is now turbocharged. To see what the tuning community does, yeah, with with turbocharged Carreras and Boxsters, you know, base base level Boxsters is going to be interesting to see. Dude, you can tune a turbo four cylinder so crazy, like so much, yeah. So in a couple of years, you should care about that because in a couple of years, you know, a used Boxster or Cayman is going to be definitely attainable and then it's going to have a highly tunable opposed four-cylinder turbocharged engine. Yeah. I don't see myself owning one. No? No. I, I kind of want a used Cayman. Oh, yeah. I think I think that would be a great car for you. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, you know, even though I don't, I'm not one with child, and I think I, I want to put you know, four adults in my car. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. That would, it would be certainly fun. All right. Let's yeah. go, let's go to FMK cars. Okay. I'm going to explain FMK cars just in case we haven't recapped it lately. Oh, good, good idea. Yeah. You do it. Yeah. And then you, and then you go first. I'm going first. Yay. All right. I'm a big, strong man. <laughs> um, <laughs> Team Clearco podcast. You're a big, strong man. Um, so FMK Cars is a game Ian and I invented and play on the podcast. It's the game FMK, Fuck, Mary Kill. 
uh, but we play it with cars. So fuck is you get the car and you get to drive it for a day. We like to think of what we'd like to do during the day that we have the car. Are you going to ramp it off stuff? Are you going to go autocross? Are you going to um, stack uh, male strippers up like cordwood in the passenger seat and go antiquing? Um, things like that. Um, M is Mary, so that's your new daily driver, warts and all. Um, and then K, kill, it goes to the crusher immediately. So one of us gives the other person three cars, and sometimes they will have a twist or a kicker, a catch, as we like to say. And uh, the other person decides what they'd like to do. Uh, FMK. So I'm going to go first. Ian. Okay. Ian. Yeah. I'm going catch first. You're going catch first? I'll go go catch first. I'll go catch first. Okay. Ian, remember when I was talking on my German? Yeah. Yeah. This FMK Cars is titled, Das ist Sparta. (laughs) Multiplizert zwei. 600 in the name? 600 is in the name. (laughs) This is Sparta times two. Yeah. Multiplizert. I like how you change from this is Sparta to that is Sparta. Well, I Googled and apparently instead of saying S is Sparta, you should say Das is Sparta. Das is Sparta. I don't know. If anything, internet translations engines can never quite hit. um, Yeah you know, uh, conjugation like that. Right. So this is German cars with 600 in the name with a twist, with a catch. Ian, do you know what the BMW 600 is? Uh, and it's not 635, not 625, not 620, blah, blah, blah. Is it like a little roadster? No. Little city car? Yep. You remember the BMW Assetta? Yeah. This is a four seat version of it. Yes! (laughs) <laughs> I'm so, very excited about it. So the BMW said it, the, the whole front of the car opens. Yeah. Like that's the door and that's how people get in and out. And the little steering wheel comes off. If anybody remembers the TV show, Family Matters, Family Matters, <laughs> Steve, uh, yeah. Steve Urkel had a BMW Asetta. Yeah. So this, the BMW 600 was a four door version of that. Okay. Okay. Interesting. So am the, I going to get to see a picture? You, uh, or should I Google it? Google it, yeah. Right. The catch is, Ian, uh-huh. that you are a tuba player in a polka band. <laughs> and you have to dress in your polka band music. And whenever you drive the car, your polka band is with you. Okay. All right? All right. Okay. Oh, so it's not a four-door version. It's the four-seat four version. Did I say four-door? You did. I'm sorry. So I meant four-seat. Yeah. The, the front still opens. The front still opens. It's just a stretched Isetia. Yeah. And everyone <laughs> piles in. Yeah. Oh, but there's rear doors. That's the weirdest fucking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> there are rear doors, but the front still opens for yeah. the front passengers. That's real strange. Yeah. All right. Okay. So you're a, a tuba player. Tuba. I'm Ian. a tuba. And I have to transport the tuba in this fucking thing. Yes. And the band rides with you. <laughs> yes. Okay. okay. Up next, we have a Mercedes-Benz SL600. Yes. From the early 90s. And in this, you're an early 90s dot-com douche. Oh, God. The only technology you can use is a giant Motorola brick phone, and you have a Windows 3.11 laptop. I I put laptop (laughs) in quotes because back then they were so fucking heavy. Yeah, it's just the whole trunk from that era. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. All right. But it's the V12. It's the V12. Yes. Yeah. 
Okay. Yes. All right. Um, I'm gonna have to mortgage my house every time an ignition coil goes out. But yes. All right. Yes. And uh, I'm just thinking like loafers without socks and maybe a bad silk suit. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. So then. Lastly, we have the Mercedes-Benz 600 W100 chassis. Okay. This is the crazy Mercedes that's powered all the ancillary faculties of the car powered by hydraulics. This is the giant 600 oh, limousine yeah. that dictators have. What what year are we talking? Uh, I can't remember the but year. But like the vertical, the old one, right? Yes, the old one. Yes. Yeah, like yeah. the 60s. Yes. So, so this is the one where if you got your fingers in between the window glass and the frame. Yeah, this it is would, the one that Jeremy Clarkson owns, right? It would actually sever your fingers. The right. the hydraulics were powerful enough. Yeah. Yeah. That's super cool. So the catch with this one, Ian, you don't get to drive it. You're driven. Okay, who's driving? I'm your driver. Oh, okay. But, oh God, since this is a car for dictators, you dress and you act like a dictator. Metals, tons of metals, all kinds Wait, of... do people have to do what I say? Hang Will on. people actually do what I say? All kinds of ruching and tassels. I'm already drunk on hypothetical power. No one listens. <laughs> <laughs> no one listens to you, and you consistently treat your cats like your oppressed citizens. Mary. <laughs> a million times Mary. Even though you're never driving it, I'm driving it. I don't, yeah. You just ride it. You could be a 90s dot com douche in your V12. I'm going to be for a day. I'm Okay. I'm I'm crushing the BMW 600. Oh, and your Polka Band and Lederhosen? Yeah, and the whole th- yeah. Yeah, I feel like even though I think my wife would be very happy if I wore lederhosen all the time, uh, I'm crushing. I'm crushing that. Okay. Um, and uh, for a day, I am going using to, Windows 3.11. 3.11. I'm gonna have that laptop. That motherfucker is gonna be open on the seat next to me for work groups. For work groups. Yeah. yeah. For work groups. Uh huh. Open on the la- oh, open on the seat next to me. I'm gonna be on my Motorola phone, just running red lights. <laughs> And generally not using my turn signals and driving way too fast in my V12. What I would do is I would cut the mufflers on that because that engine sounds amazing. Yeah, that car is pretty cool. Yeah, it is. Um, But the 600 is just way too cool. Okay. The the Mercedes. So you're going to be a dictator. Yeah. You're going to dress like a dictator. Do you want to hear the first things that I'm going to implement? You. No one listens to you, Ian. I did, but you just yell stuff at your cats. Well, but I would like, we could just go to like a parking lot uh-huh. and I could just walk around with a fucking riding crop <laughs> under my arm, <laughs> yelling at people for their dumb parking infractions. Okay. Yeah. All right. And I could go on my rant about how you can take a driver's test in a Mini Cooper and it somehow qualifies you to drive a fucking Tahoe, <laughs> even though you obviously can't park it. Um, can we go and uh, rant on people with car cakes? Yeah, no, okay. yeah, okay. yeah, we can do that. Okay. I mean, you know, I can let, I can let, you know, the, <laughs> the, the com- plebeian driver <laughs> comment, <laughs> comment once in a while, I guess. I mean, okay. all right. Sure. Okay. Yeah. All right. I like that. All right. Good choice, Ian. <laughs> das ist Sparta Multiplit zwei. Darf ich meine Bleist if spitz and bitter? Das ist mein Lieblingsesser. Oh my God. If any listeners in German, 
Germany. Please correct me. <laughs> well, Lex is fluent in German. Is he? Yeah. Lex, tell me what I'm doing wrong. Yeah, he will. Don't worry. All right. Um, that was ridiculous. Yeah. How would you answer that? Would you answer this about the same way? Oh, God. I didn't even think of that. Um, I think I'd probably have to... If ru- I was driving you around as a dictator? Oh, if you're driving me? Yeah. I'm going to marry that. <laughs> Ian, I love Ian's driving. Um, yeah, I'd probably... I'd probably, I would probably ride in the BMW 600 for a day. Yeah. Because, um, I could maybe figure out how to play one or two notes on a tuba. And maybe that's probably all you need. I don't, I think you would have an easier time being a pet dictator (laughs) than being a dot com douche. Yeah. 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 Mm, I don't know. Windows 3.11 was so fucking awful. And yeah. Motorola brick phones are horrible. (laughs) And I think I'm pretty sure that the C what it's, is it GSM that network shut down? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The analog network. So you wouldn't even be able to call anybody, but yeah, you, you couldn't even play snake. (laughs) Okay. All right. So this, my, my first one, listeners, I'm preparing myself because I know something great's coming. Okay. No, no, no. So this isn't it. It's the the second one. I'm doing the second one. Okay. So the, the first one is real dumb. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So I've been reading a lot of focus RS reviews and, and people have been abusing the term hot hatch like more than, and I feel like at this point, like. The term hot hatch is just so... But it is a hot hatch. It is a hot hatch, but it's just so... It's so overused that it was starting to not be not be. Real. They're just calling any hatchback a hot hatch? Well, no. It was just that it was like... I've just, I just read that combination of words so many times... Oh, okay. ...that it, it ceased to have any meaning. Yeah. They, um, they were... It was, turned into an odd shape instead of a series of words. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so this is called putting the hot back in hot hatch. Hot hatchbacks with a catch. Okay. Wow, okay. All right. 2004 Volkswagen R32. Oh, Ian. Seat heaters on five at all times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we did like a little yeah. Instagram video a little while ago, and uh, it actually was pretty popular for us. Um, and I went through the, the, the seat heaters on, on the Volkswagen. I love that video so much. Yeah. You should. Uh, so go on our Instagram, and you can see me describing how the uh, the seat heaters work. I'm going to make that date hot. <laughs> I was thinking about that today. Today, I was thinking about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Good. Yeah. Okay. So the, so I have a Volkswagen R32. Sea heaters on five at all times. All the time. Okay. All the time. Okay. All right. Dude, those things get hot. Yes. Hot. They do. All right. So the next one, so this is from least desirable to most desirable. Okay. But then the the catches get I, I increasingly how, worse. I love how every now and then you tell me, like, you spoil, like, the cars are going to get better or the cars are going to get worse from here. The cars are going to get better, but the catches are going to get I know. Mo- right. I know. All right. I just like how you do that. 1993 Lancia Delta Integrale Evo 2, so the most desirable oh, version. Ian. Dave. No sunblock for you. F- oh, what? No sunblock allowed. Forever. For the entire duration that you own the car, no window tinting is allowed either. What? Yeah. This isn't a convertible. This is a hard top. But Ian knows how much top. I love the outdoors and how necessary sunblock is to Ginger's life. Yeah. So no sunblock allowed. Oh, God. Yeah. It's going to get hot. Ian. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I, hey, I don't make these. Oh, I do make them. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, uh, so you can probably guess what's coming next. 1984 Renault, Renault 5 Turbo 2. Uh, you personally lightly catch fire once a day for the duration of the time that you own it. Just like my leg briefly catches flame. Yeah, one day. And I just like pat it out. Yeah, but I mean, it stings. And then maybe another day, like your ear. So, uh, then I pat that out. Yeah, you pat it out, but it, like it hurts a little bit. So eventually I look like Deadpool, just a mass of yeah. scar tissue. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. But I mean, that happens once a day, uh-huh. you know, I mean, at random times. <laughs> So you just got, it's just something you have to manage. Uh-huh. Um, you know, penis day is going to suck, <laughs> but <laughs> the team clear coat podcast penis day is going to suck. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah I mean, but you know, that's common. It's going to, it's going to, it's going to make its way down there eventually. So you just got to get ready for it. <laughs> but at the rest of the time, Renault five turbo two. Okay. All right. So I'm killing the Renault. <laughs> you don't want to lightly catch fire. <laughs> it's not just that, Ian. It's that <sighs> I feel like the Renault is one of those cars that, like, I real I love that it exists. But I think honestly, if I spent one minute in it, I would have it lodged ten <laughs> feet into a tree, which would then catch on fire. Because... <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that car would kill me. I need to kill it before it does. Okay, I understand yeah. that. Um, yeah. So that means you're without sunblock for at least a day. I will do that for a day right. to have my beloved Lancia Delta Integrale yeah. Evo Two. I love that car so much. I. I need to see one in real life because I need, I've only seen pictures and I, I need a true sense of scale yeah. for that car because it looks very small and it's, I'm, I'm wondering if I could actually fit into it. It's no, it's not that small. I mean, it's, I've seen one in person yeah. um, and it's, it's I've about seen, the I've size seen the Evo two in person yeah. about the size of the R32. No, it's a little smaller than that. It's probably kind of between, I would say between like Mark two, II, Mark three golf size, but it's a four door. Yeah. 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 I mean it's it's not it's not huge, but yeah. it's um mm. it's a it's a good size car. Yeah. I I need to drive one. I need to see one. I need to drive one. Yeah, I, people I w- are starting to bring them over now. I, I mean they're yeah. they're in the twenty five year window now, so I will do that for a day. Yeah. And yeah. I will I will dress like a Arab sheik to avoid the sun's rays <laughs> and I will do that for a day. All right. Yeah. All right. So you're going to have a hot taint for the rest of your life. You know what? I will just like get some asbestos pants. <laughs> And I will, like those space blankets. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I feel like that would be like, for me, that would just be uh, uh, like, that would backfire terribly if I tried to insulate from heat because it would just keep the swamp assness (laughs) closer to me. I think what you're forgetting is is that this is a Volkswagen R32, Ian. Mm -hmm. Those seat heaters are going to fail pretty quick. Touche. They Touché. may be set on five, but there's going to be a short somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. That's a All good right. point. All okay. Right, well done. That's a good one, buddy. That's a good one. Okay. <clears throat> this one gets weird. Okay. All right. This one. Okay. I'm a, I really like nerd out sometimes on the internet anagram server. Uh huh. You know, like where you make words from a word. 
or multiple words. I, I, I'm not aware of this. Yeah, so you know what an anagram is, right? Yeah. Yeah. You take the letters. Yeah. But you the, said the internet anagram server like it's a thing. It is a thing. Okay. It is a real thing and it's a pretty powerful thing. So you can, <laughs> you can type in like, you know, I, I think the limit is 30 characters uh-huh. and it just anagrams the shit. Like you can get 10,000 iterations oh, wow. like it. It does what it does very well. Okay. Under times a very heavy load, like it'll limit how many characters you can put in. Oh, wow. And so I was running into that today when I was trying to do this. Mm. So this, this is, these are all names of cars that have shown up when I put in the Team Clearcoat podcast. Oh, my God. It's not into the internet anagram server. Okay. So, um, Google the internet anagram server because it's just fun, right? Like, uh, okay. y- y- you just get some great stuff. I c- there's some good ones for my name, but I can't remember what they are. But um, it's it's fun. All yeah. right. Anyway, so so this this is one word that showed up in like a four word return from an anagram of the Team Clearcoat podcast, right? So okay. I set it up so that it would give me minimum. Four words. Oh, four words. Four yep. words. I, right. I, I, so I out of those letters, it made four words. Okay. Right. And this, a car name happened to show up. Okay. In, in a lot of those results, right? Okay. Like, so, so like for the first one, you'll, you'll understand. So, uh, the word torpedo shows up. Okay. Because you can make that word out of the letters in t- the Team Clearco podcast, right? The full anagram was torpedo acetate chat clams. <laughs> All right. Okay. So that gave me the idea for the Tucker Torpedo from 1948. Okay. I have pictures, Ian. Okay. So I will show them to you. Here's the beautiful Tucker Torpedo. Yeah. Okay. It's gorgeous. It was ahead of its time. Did we see one of those? I don't... Maybe I like at uh, the vehicle fault, maybe? Yeah, I've seen one of those before. It has the central headlight. Yeah. That's that cool. pivots when the car turns. Oh, Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. Okay. <clears throat> so that's the Tucker Torpedo from 1948. Okay. Up next, the full anagram that was returned was the Tempest Cacao Taco Lard. <laughs> T- the Team Clear Co podcast, the Tempest Cacao Taco Lard. Tempest, the Pontiac Tempest from 1963. Yeah. Uh, that looks like this. It's a good looking classic car. Yep. Right? Nice yep. hood scoop. Yep. Yeah, it looks good. All right. And then lastly, we have the Meteor Cloaca Tact Pads. <laughs> the Meteor Cloaca Tact Pads. That's something Dr. Zoidberg would operate on. <laughs> um, that is the Mercury Meteor, from also from 1963. And I really like this one, Ian. I don't necessarily like what it's bringing up front. Right. But the taillights. Oh, the taillights. The taillights are something special on this car. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah, those are cool. Yeah. They're yeah. like weird little shark mouths. Yeah, I'm crushing that one. What? Yeah. Look at its little taillights, Yeah, Ian. I know. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm marrying that torpedo. The Tucker torpedo? Yeah. Okay. It's gorgeous. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. And then I've always liked the Tempest. Okay. Um, so yeah, the Tempest, I'm going to just do, um, I guess what people do, go to 
uh, 50s themed diners uh-huh. and wear garish uh, bowling shirts. Yeah, sure. I think that's what uh, people who own classic cars do these days, right? <laughs> True. Or, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. The Tempest Cacao Taco Lard. <laughs> so that actually reminds me. So I was texting with my friends and we were, we were, uh, we had this thing in Oklahoma City that we would do where we would meet and the last person there would have to buy the fried pickles. And it was a, a, a hang, hang on. Yeah. You say the fried pickles like this is a thing. Have you never had fried pickles? I've had a fried pickle. I've had fried pickle, like little dill fried pickles. Do you get the spear, the the fried spears or the slices? Because it makes a difference. Okay. Because the the spears, those are bullshit. (laughs) Those are bullshit. You don't, don't worry about those. Okay. The spicy fried, uh, little, the the pickle Slices. slices. Are are delicious. Is this an Oklahoma thing? I think it is. Yeah, because I don't think okay. I had ever seen it before I moved there. Okay. I mean, every place does fried pickles, but like this is a popular thing out there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Well, and it was just our thing. I don't think. Okay. It's not like the state food or anything, but okay. Um, you know, that's just one of the things that we did. But you s- always do together. You say that like, oh, you know, the the person that's late to work that day has to buy the donuts. Well, it was just yeah, it was just that sort of thing, right? It was just an agreement we had. So. They they got together today and they sent me a picture of a basket of fried pickles and okay. told me that I had to send them money using this thing called my friend kept calling it Cash App, which I thought sounded suspicious <laughs> at best. Like uh-huh. Yeah. Cash app definitely sounds like a yes. virus or a Trojan horse yes, that somebody it- has installed on their iPhone. So I started uh uh making up alternative <laughs> app ones. names. Yeah, app names of like like someone that like someone who like maybe was told to in China who was told to copy an app uh-huh. and then like they sent it to their friend in Korea who then translated it uh-huh. into Korean yeah. and then send it to somebody in Bjork Germany, Bjork in Iceland to in translate, Iceland, yeah. translate uh-huh. and then it finally got translated back to English sort uh-huh. of thing. Okay. So um the first one I, I said was um uh please please input all of your information into my new <laughs> app. Money use internet friend super. <laughs> okay. And then I, I said it was from the same developer that lets you connect with your friends with socially medium for people's many. <laughs> okay. That was it. I like that. I like that. That's good. Yeah. Anyway. All right. <laughs> Car podcast. <laughs> you and your fried pickles. This is stupid. All right. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Who, who has the best fried pickles in Oklahoma City? I don't know. Uh, we would always go to McNelly's Pub. Okay. That's where we would meet up. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, what were we talking about? Car podcast. FMK Cars. Yep. All right. Oh, God. I am. Okay. So I thought I was ready. I'm not ready. So our my, my titles have been getting more and more out of control, and I think I've reached peak title. <laughs> I was just thinking of that term earlier. I was like, Ian's hit peak title. <laughs> this title is quite long. How many words, Ian? 50, 51 words. Okay. For the title. <coughs> yeah, I have cl- to clear your throat. I got to prepare ready. myself because it, the delivery on this one is going to be everything. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to look at you. I'm not going to make you laugh. Okay. Okay. Nowadays, everybody want to talk like they got something to say, but nothing comes out when they move their lips. It is just a bunch of gibberish. The motherfuckers act like they forgot about the Chevy SS. 
cars that cost the same and outsold the Chevy SS. <laughs> You're killing me. You're killing. We can never play FMK cars again. You just used an entire Eminem song as your title. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Here's here's my do next. To, do F- you want me to do it again? Here's my next <laughs> FMK cars: Harry Truman, Doris Day, Red China, Johnny Ray, South Pacific, Walter Winchell, Joe DiMaggio, <gasps> Joe McCartney, Richard Nixon, Studebaker, Television. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, nowadays, everybody act like yeah. Um, so, <laughs> sorry. Thanks for stopping yourself. Yeah. Um, so, so this was this came out of my conversation with Lex. This is uh-huh. actually what, what started the conversation with Lex in the beginning was that he came in the in the office and was like, "I just saw this this Chevy Malibu outside the office and it had huge brakes." And so I started asking him more questions about it, and it, it's the Chevy SS. Yeah. And he was like, "I don't even know what that is, right?" Because they they sold. Do you know how many Chevy SSs they like sold? Five. They have sold uh, about uh, a little under six thousand Chevy SSs total, which is ridiculous for the last because three it's years. a cool car. It's an incredibly cool car, especially when you really start to look at what what you get with it. So it's four hundred fifteen horsepower LS three, nice big V eight, rear wheel drive, no cost manual option. Sweet, you can get a six speed. God, that's awesome. And they don't charge you extra for rowing your own? No, no. There's a, it's a no-cost option. There's really very few options on it at all. Um, you can... So right now, you can buy either the 2015 model or the 2016 model. There's really no difference between the two that okay. I can discern. Yeah. And we've seen a couple of these at Cars and Coffee, and they swapped Holden badges onto them. And yeah, and this guy, the, the one that he saw, also uh, had the, the Holden nice. badges on it. Um, and it's it costs... $46,200 out the okay. door for a brand new car. So that, you know, on, on the face of it sounds like a lot of money, but when you consider that it's a rear drive, big five seater, yeah, basically it is what I, and this is what I, and it also, oh, it comes uh, standard with the magnetic ride suspension. Oh, cool. Which is a big thing. Like yeah, you have to the get adjustable, this, yeah. On the Camaro, you have to go all the way up to the Z01 to get that. Ugh. Uh, and that's uh, like 68 or something. Okay. Um, so that it it really does represent like a pretty amazing value okay. for what you get. And... Uh, but like nobody knows about it. Nobody bought, nobody's bought. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Um, so I took it upon myself to take some time out of my very busy day at work. And (laughs) I built, this podcast is going to get you fired. Yeah. I built three cars. Oh, okay. I, 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 that ended up right at the MSRP that I was quoted online for the SS. Uh, the Chevy SS. Okay, 46,000 and change. Yep. So keep in mind magnetic ride control, yeah. huge brakes, uh manual, manual rear drive LS3 with 415 yeah. horsepower. Yeah. It, yeah. It's basically oh, what and, and this is basically what it is. It's think about it, it's the E39 M, M5. Yep. Yep. It's about the same size, yep. the same weight, uh more horsepower. Yeah. Um it, it's it's that's what it is. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, all right. So the first one is a 2016, and th- these are cars that people could conceivably like. They would walk past the Chevy SS, okay, to, to okay. buy these cars, and all these have outsold the Chevy SS. Of course, yeah. Uh, 2016 Audi A6 
Uh, yeah. 2.0 T front wheel drive, um, zero options. Jesus Christ. Uh, and it's uh, price is built forty six thousand two hundred dollars. A Audi A four, A six, A six. Okay, so it's, it's it's bigger. Yeah, you get uh two hundred and fifty horsepower, uh front wheel drive, um Ugh. and and no options. Let's see what's standard on this. If you care, I mean, no, no, yeah, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I it's n- yeah. Go on. I mean, no, I mean, there's nothing. I mean, yeah, you get climate control. Um, I don't know. Yeah, if you but get... what doesn't have climate control nowadays? Uh, yeah, I mean, for forty six thousand dollars, you goddamn well better have climate control. But forty six thousand dollars is only getting you front wheel drive and a two liter turbo. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what else you got? All right. So the next one, the next one is a two thousand sixteen Mercedes Benz GLA two hundred and fifty. Oh yeah. Uh, it's also the two liter front wheel drive. Oh. Um, but I have some options on there. This one came out at forty six thousand six hundred twenty five dollars. Okay. Uh, let's take a look at the summary. Um, I've added um, uh, some matte some matte paint. Okay. And some uh, nineteen-inch wheels. Okay. Uh, I added this uh, aluminum trim package. Um, I added something in entertainment. Oh, the uh, the prim- the premium infotainment package. Okay. Um, and um, that's pretty much it. Um, but that gets you to. F- Oh, and I added Park Assist. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So, so the GLA, that's the weird little hatchback Yeah, that's crossover. the really tall hatchback. Yeah. And that is, for some reason, $46,000. All right. Okay, what, so it's about else? the same, like, 250 horsepower sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. Right. So the next one, bringing it back, mm-hmm. 2015 Lincoln MKS. Okay. So All this right. one, this one's a little bit more loaded. Uh, so this might be a more interesting choice. Uh, 3.5 liter EcoBoost all-wheel drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty, pretty loaded up with. Is that with turbo or is it just the EcoBoost? No, that's that's the turbocharged. So okay. that's the same engine I believe that was in the SHO. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. like 355 horsepower. Yep. yep. Twin turbo. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, and it's all wheel drive, mm-hmm. uh, still automatic, obviously. Yeah. Um, I have about $5,000 worth of options on it. It came out to $46,700. Okay. Um, so I added, um, I added, you know, like the, the big entertainment package. So it's got like the nice stereo and stuff like that. Huh. And, and the dual panel moonroof, which I know you don't care about, but yeah. I think it's cool. So, huh. um, but that's pretty much all I could add for options. So. Okay. So I think I'm going to marry that Lincoln MKS just okay. because it does get me a lot of power and all the <laughs> Definitely the fastest one. Yeah. Um, but man, I've really got a conundrum here with the Audi A6 and the Mercedes GLA. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like either of them. Yeah. At all. The A6 is supposed to be a really nice car. Yeah, I've ridden in an, in a new A6, and it is a really nice car. Mm-hmm. Uh, my buddy Steven has the um, three-liter supercharged version. Yeah. And it's really, really quick. Yeah. And uh, he did a great job putting it together. Um, it looks really nice. But that's all-wheel drive and three liters and a supercharger. Yeah. This is $46,000 for basically a badge Yes, because you get no options. You get no options. Yeah. I 
I'm killing the Audi out of principle. Okay. I, I don't like it. All I right. Do, oh, that's so much money for so little car. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, the GLA is essentially a lifted. It's like it's essentially a donked hatchback. Yeah. Yeah, Ian. It's a it's like a donked B series is yeah. essentially what it is. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just gonna have to drive it for a day, and you know what I'm gonna do for a day, Ian? Don't uh, actually donk it. No. Oh, Ian. It's a Mercedes-Benz GLA. Yeah. It doesn't have a lot of power. Mm-hmm. I'm going to drive around. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hire a German tutor. <laughs> and this German tutor <laughs> is going to teach me German all day while I drive my Mercedes-Benz GLA. Yeah. Yep. Okay. That's it. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Marry the Lincoln. All right. Yeah. I was very proud of my title. <sighs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, but they did. They did forget about the Chevy SS, and they more did. people should consider it. They definitely and, should. And and select the manuals, because it's impossible to find used ones with the manuals. Oh, God, yeah. Because people are dumb. <laughs> Let's end it there. Yeah. People are dumb. People are dumb. Uh, why do we even do this? We're dumb, too. We are. All right. Um. Okay. Well... This has been the Team Clear Coat podcast. Such as it, such as it is, such as it is. Yeah. So you told me that you had a title that was. Fi- <laughs> I, I'm not letting this go yet. You okay. you told me you had a title that was 51 words. Yeah, I just wanted to make a title that was just one word, <laughs> and just like Werner Herzog, the ti- the, the MMK cars, despair, <laughs> despair. <laughs> the next car is mankind's oblique outlook upon the motor coil and eternal struggle that is daily life yeah um yeah so anyway this has been the team clearco podcast uh follow us on instagram facebook twitter tumblr at team Clearcoat. Send us an email with your FMK Cars ideas. We'd love to hear uh, listener FMK Cars, and uh, we'll play them on the air. Uh, send us an email, teamclearcoat at gmail.com. You can follow Ian on Instagram and Twitter at IRollSoHard, E-Y-E, RollSoHard. But I don't recommend it. I do. I don't. You post, you post funny pictures. Okay. Um, and you post funny tweets every now and then. You can follow me on Instagram at Nuck Nut Goose if you want to see pictures of drooling basset hounds while they sleep. And uh, yeah, yeah, that's about it. All right. Okay, buddy. I'm going to go sleep now. Yeah, it's, it's late. It's tired in here. Okay. Goodbye, everyone. 